Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, how are you doing today, sir? Pretty good. I'm uh, excited to kind of talk about them. It's it, it's crazy. I, I actually get excited about talking the minutia of the CBA and that sort of thing. That that, that tells you, yeah. you, you know, we may have a problem here. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, but I think that there's some interesting things that they've done with CBA. And it, it, it may change things, maybe not for the best. And I think yeah, that maybe not. we're going to discuss that. Um, yeah, so we're going to do a little bit of news and notes today. And let's go ahead and start with the CBA. Um, the the biggest news came from Adam Schefter on Wednesday night uh, that there was going to be a new playoff uh, format as soon as the 2021 season. 2021, that seems weird to say. That is. 2021 season. Um, there's now going to be seven playoff teams in each conference. Uh, only the number one seed in each conference will get a bye. And that means we're still going to have... Uh, what what is that? Six playoff or six other teams that are going to be playing on Wild Card Weekend uh, on both sides. Three Wild Card games on each conference. Um, Landon, what are your initial thoughts when you heard about this new playoff format? Well, I, I am, you know, starchly against starkly against uh, adding more playoff teams to the system. I I, I think that this is a See, I have more problems with adding a game rather than a pl- an extra playoff game. Well, it I, doesn't change. It doesn't change stats. It doesn't change. Uh, you know, even the way that the playoffs work. Like, in a, essentially, still are gonna. Have, if you're a wild card team, you're still gonna have to win three games to get to the Super Bowl. None of that changes, right? Well, I don't. I don't love the 17 game schedule either. But I'm talking specifically just in the playoff change. Like to me, the problem is like I don't have an issue as much with the change in the way they're designating the bye week that the only one team per conference gets a bye week i don't have an issue with that i do have an issue with them adding two more teams to the playoff system that can't handle it as far as i'm concerned it further dilutes the regular season but does it depend a little bit on the season though i mean we're kind of you know last year it would have been the steelers would have made it and i'm trying to think who would have made it in the nfc it would have been the the rams right Okay. The Rams were nine and seven, I think, right? Yeah, I feel like last year was a bad example because you had a Pittsburgh team that had a really good defense but a terrible quarterback situation, and then you had a Rams team that was so inconsistent. We've had other years where that number seven team has been pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess that's why I'm not totally against it. But, but go I mean, ahead. Sorry yeah, I mean, but, but, I mean, you know, like, that's the thing is that it's it's okay, and some would say it's even good football that a, a good team tried and didn't make it, you know? Most like, of the time it is good football. Yeah, though. like what I yeah. what I would not like is, you know, some team that's lost two games in a row and, and made it out to 8-8, eight and eight, and because, you know, the AFC dominated the NFC this season, you've got like, you know, three 8-8 eight and eight teams that are probably aren't that good. And you know what I'm saying? Like I just think that anytime you do that, you're adding one – you're 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 adding one more team to each conference to to the playoff system. 
you're making it so that you're making it so that the, the regular season games don't matter as much you know i mean it, it, it's it's not as yes and no yes and no uh, well let me let, let me hear your argument i mean because i because i well i mean i i as i say we we have seen over the last i don't know what is it decade that if you are a number one or number two seed that's pretty likely means you're going to go to the, the super bowl right in the nfc this year it was the number one seeds in each conference win right so most of the time the wild card games really don't matter that much anyways now there's even more emphasis in the regular season of trying to get that number one seed because if you don't, if you end up being one game short as a two seed, you're going to have to play on wild card weekend. So I think it's going to make every game even you know that much more important. But that's only for those teams that are trying to like. That's my point is that like that's all that it's affecting is is the top seeding. You know, but that's and, my my point is those are really the only teams that matter anyways, right? Because when's the last team? Well, that's so then played why? On wild then why are we adding more teams to the playoff system? Well, I, I don't know. I know. <laughs> you know, I mean, I know. like that's I the know thing. what you're saying, but it, I think it, it's almost a fair. It's almost a fair trade-off because now that you're having one fewer uh, by team, having an extra game is not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, 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 I don't have any strong feelings either way. I'm just playing a little bit of devil's yeah, ad, sure, advocate here. Sure, I, I just think that. For me, what's the there, there's no play benefit. You're you're putting in you're you're by definition putting in two lesser teams into a system that you know most would admit that don't have a lot that don't have a great chance for. And, and if anything, it's you know it's kind of allowing crappier play. It's lowering the the bar. It's literally what it is. It's lowering the bar for the standard of playoff players. You know, I. I Listen, as somebody who has witnessed only three Cowboy playoff wins in my entire life, I'm all for more teams getting into the playoffs and having more chances to win these playoff games because. But it doesn't. It doesn't give you a chance. Fun. It doesn't give you a chance necessarily to win more. It just gives you no, a chance to you, uh, more in, people a chance game. to play. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't. I mean, if anything, it deludes the value or the the uh, meaningfulness probably. of a of a playoff win. Frankly. I kind of feel bad now that you know eight and eight might get you in the playoffs. Maybe we should have held on to Jason Garrett. You know, <laughs> you're just never gonna let that poor guy live his life, are you? No, probably not. Um, I, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see how it plays out. Like, I don't anticipate very many seven seeds or even six seeds going very far in the playoffs. So it's not that big of a deal. It just gives us some more football to watch on Wild Card Weekend. Uh, I'll be interested to see how it plays out. And, you know, if it doesn't work out, and if, it, if the NFL feels like it dilutes their product or dilutes their product a little bit, um, I'm sure they could go back. They probably never will. You know, once you go to seven playoff teams, it's hard to go back. Uh, but I, we'll we'll see how it plays out. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. And we'll talk a little bit more about the CBA. Guys, let's talk about sex. Remember those days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com, that's blue like the color blue. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach since they're chewable. They work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guys who want extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, 
no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA and Blue Chew prepares and ships them direct. So they're cheaper than even a pharmacy would have. Right now, we have a special offer, offer for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our promo code NFL. Just pay $5 of shipping. Again, that's BlueChew.com, promo code NFL to try it for free. All right, Landon, it does appear that we are trending towards a 17-game schedule. Uh, not in 2020, but maybe by 2021. Uh, I know Adam Schefter said the latest would be 2023. Uh, what are your thoughts on a 17-game schedule in the NFL? I, I feel like we're – I mean, I think people are all commenting on this without seeing the larger deal that the, the, the players have come up with because I think that matters. But I, I have to believe, just based on what we're hearing, that the players – screw themselves again you know i mean i I, like i i I, only because i think getting a 17th game you know is there's a price for that like i feel like there's there is a good price point for okay you want to do one more one more regular season game we'll chop off a preseason game we can do that but we're gonna need uh you know x amount more in in overall well, I saw revenue, the revenue got, I was gonna say the revenue got bumped up a little bit. But so that's, that's, I mean, that but is a win but for it a should, play, but it should by general. Like, I mean, it should. Yeah. The revenue share, it should be getting bumped up anyways. Not just you know, like that's the thing is that it feels like once again they're kind of underselling what they could get. I mean, look, this. I mean, I'm I'm very torn here because as a football yeah. fan, I, I, I'm glad this is all getting done. We're not having any stoppage of play. Blah 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 blah. But as a fan of seeing like the the players get what they deserve, like this doesn't bode well, right? Like the fact that they're already they're not like you know they're not they're not like planning any kind of work stoppage. They're seventeen game season. Yeah. Uh, they, I've heard that they're also you know there's there's talk that they may not uh, get rid of marijuana testing in, in season. Which is which is mm-hmm. pretty much a pretty serious half measure, I would say, sure. at, the, at, yeah. at least. Uh, and then on top of that, they're getting only a slight bump in uh, overall revenue sharing. Like, what's going on, NFLPA? Like, you know, come on, <laughs> yeah. get, get your knives out and do something. Like, it's this. It's it, I, I, again, I, I'm very torn because I want to see football, but this to me smells like another situation where the NFLPA totally screwed their players. Now we haven't heard all the details yet, and so again, this is just yes, kind of I mean, that's I, yeah. I, I should definitely yeah. re-preface that that this is all based on rumors that we're hearing. So now I, I would assume that a 17-game schedule means that one, at least one preseason game is removed. Correct? I mean, that's I, what, I that's, what, it, that's what it said. I thought I thought it read it. Oh, as okay. Three preseason games and 17 regular season games. Okay, that that makes more sense to me because uh, you can cut down on some of those sure. preseason games, and you know that that'll help a little bit. I would like to see the NFL expand their rosters by a little bit, not by a ton. Uh, you know, you have fifty three active guys or fifty three guys in the roster now. It'd be nice to see that bumped up to fifty seven, fifty eight. Uh, maybe you don't have to keep so many guys inactive a week, uh, you know, each week. And that, I think that itself would help with injuries. That way, you don't have to have so many guys that are playing defense also play special teams. You can kind of, you know, sort that out a little better. And I think that would in the long run help some of these guys uh, in terms of injuries. I would like to see them add another bye week. If you're going to have 17 games, it would be nice to have an early bye week and then a later bye week. Um, But again, haven't heard anything either way on that. Um, My biggest thing, and it's, 
you know, more from a football fan is just the, some of the statistics, right? We're going to see some crazier <laughs> stats now with an extra game. Uh, you know, some of the stats that, you know, we, we love to quote all the time, they're going to they're gonna get blown out of the water right away because you have an extra game. Rushing, you know, the yards, passing yards. Um, but that's that's just, a, you know, a fan's perspective. But one more game, is it really that much more taxing on these players? I'm not sure. I mean, considering how taxing the season is currently, it could be. I understand. The thing is, is that it's kind of hard to – you know, some people are going to make the argument that, well, you're taking a preseason game away and you're adding a, a regular season game, so it's it's like a it's like a half game you're adding, right? Yeah, well, but a that's lot of those total guys don't BS. Play preseason anyway. Yeah, yeah, well, that's total BS because the fourth preseason game, nobody that's even on your football team is probably even playing. Like, why do we even need three? Uh, I would think two is enough. I, yeah, I mean, I I think that two is enough to get the out uh, evaluation part down. And then third for like what we've used the fourth games for, but even then, I, I guess what I'm saying is that adding a 17th game without adding a bye week, without adding significant revenue sharing, without adding mm-hmm. numbers to the roster, this is not a good deal necessarily for the NFLPA. I, I mean, you know, I just I think that, and again, like it, it, it doesn't. The fact that they're doing this without any kind of work stoppage. Again, does not bode well for how it's yeah. going to end up looking for the NFLPA. Shocking. I, I remember going through this in 2000, was it, 2011 uh-huh. when we had the, the – yeah. I'm at least glad we're not having to go through a whole offseason. Sure. Absolutely. Well, I mean, there's, you know. that's certainly something. I mean, I, I'm certainly right. – like I said, as a, I'm very torn in a lot of ways about this. But as someone who kind of generally supports labor, like it feels like they yeah. are really kind of working a little too friendly with management. All right, let's switch gears a little bit. I want to talk a little bit about Jason Witten. Uh, he had like a I, – I don't even want to call it a press conference because it wasn't, but he met with some media people earlier this week. Uh, he talked about his plans for the future. Uh, Witten reiterated that he wants to play in 2020, uh, but he acknowledged that it might not be with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, he has met with head coach Mike McCarthy, um, and McCarthy basically said, hey, Witten, if you still want to go play, go play. Uh, we're just not going to guarantee you a job here. Um, what are your thoughts on Witten returning in 2020 and then potentially doing it not in Dallas? Well, I mean, I'm I'm of the age that I was around for Emmitt Smith playing in a in a Cardinals uniform, and and so yeah. I, you know I don't know that this is uh, what we're headed towards, but if we are, then I feel like uh, uh, that we're, we're you know that's I'm prepared for it. Uh, we know where Witten's going, right? If he doesn't play in Dallas, I mean, probably New York, right? Yeah, that that's the spot. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, I I don't love that. Like, I don't love Witten and and you hate Jason Garrett, but I don't, and I and I don't love that he's. I don't you know, hate Jason you, Garrett. I mean, give me a break. We could do a whole <laughs> podcast. Uh, you coyishly denying that you hate Jason Garrett, but we're not no. going to do that. Yes, professionally no. hate. Yeah. Uh, I I I just you know I, I think that that. Uh, it's going to be weird and awkward, but it's, it is what it is. And, you know, I definitely don't mind seeing 40 year old Jason Witten going against me than 32 year old Jason Witten. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think if he thinks he should, if he thinks he can still play, he should go and play. I mean, obviously he, he, he thought that he was done and, and he 
felt like he had to come back. And uh, I just, you know, it would be weird. I, I got to say, it would be weird if he decided to play. Uh, honestly, I think because it's it's weird. That I think he's going to. I'd be shocked if. He I, I I think he might too, just based on the way he's talking. But it's still weird because just you know he took a year off to go do broadcasting and then suddenly mm-hmm. he wanted to come back and you thought it was for that team specifically and then now that's not an option anymore. It's like no, I'll, I'll just still keep playing because I want to play, you know. And it's like okay, well, it's so it's just odd. Here's my thoughts on it. I if Jason Witten wants to play. Go play. I mean, that's that's who's to say that he shouldn't, you know, stick around as long as he can to play football. Um, my thoughts are, I think he is way more likely to take a backup role or a complementary role with sure. another team outside of the Cowboys. Yeah, of right. Course, yeah. It's it's just hard for somebody when you're with the Cowboys for that long, you started for that many years, to now fade into a guy that plays twenty twenty five snaps a game. I think he needs to go elsewhere to realize. Uh, that he's no longer that every down tight end. If he goes to New York, I could see him, you know, being the backup to Evan Ingram, playing him in two tight end sets, and then being a reliable guy in case Ingram gets hurt. Uh, who, you know, he's been banged up a lot in his career. Go play with his buddy Jason Garrett. Um, it, it honestly it doesn't bother me that much. I, it used to bother me more when I was younger, watching some of my favorite players go play elsewhere. I, I think you get to a point where. You know, it's been great, Witten, but I think last year was, uh, you know, one of those years where it's just like, okay, it's time to move on. If you want to go play somewhere else, if you want to play with a rival, it is what it is. I'm not. I'm, it's not keeping me up late at night. I, I'm not. I'm not panicking and worrying about Jason Witten in a Giants blue uniform beating the Cowboys in Week One. Right? It's just something that I don't even consider. Yeah, it's just it's just weird. Yeah, it's just odd seeing yeah. seeing. The, yeah, so but it happens. This happens with everybody, right? I mean, we might see Tom Brady in a different uniform yeah, this year. Yeah, that's true. We saw Joe Montana with a different team. We saw Brett Favre with the Jets and the Vikings. It it happens. It it's certainly just, it's happens more and more is. nowadays. But the, but the thing that's odd about it, I think, more so than then, was that Jason Witt was and Tom Brady are kind of anomalies, right? Like Whereas yeah, they've been yeah. with their teams for decade plus, right? And so the fact that those players specifically going to other teams—that's what's odd, you know. Even yeah, even, but we saw, I, even I Emmett, like, Emmett Smith do it. Yeah, yeah, I mean even Emmett, even Emmett, like it was more of like a. It was in the middle of the, of a free agency period where everyone was kind of moving around. It was. It, it, I, I think yeah. it was similar to this in that sense that you he felt like a player that would never play somewhere else. But I, I just think yeah, I mean it's it's something that's common. It's just odd to see you know uh, uh the, those guys who defied that kind of moving around from team to team for years and years to, to finally kind of give yeah. in late in their career uh one more little note uh before we head out uh landon uh special teams legend keith o'quinn uh has been hired to the cowboys to be a uh, a scout an advanced scout uh, i know we kind of talked about this during the regular season but uh, is that surprising to you at all no, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I think they really like him a lot as a football mind. I think the problem is, is that he's not a special teams coach, you know, and that his job before when they liked him was in the scouting department, and uh, I think you know that's uh, that it, it it's probably a better fit for his skill set, and I think mm-hmm. that that's uh, I didn't really necessarily you know look it's hard for us to kind of judge that position from outside the building, right? 
But I, I sure. feel like he, you know, uh, did a, a good enough job that they kept him around doing that for a long time. And so, uh, if he wants to go back to a job that he previously had success in, uh, you know, I, I think there's a value there because you know exactly what he can do at that job, as opposed to special teams where it was a complete sure. roll of the dice. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I think he was a much better scout. He's much better working in the front office than he was as a special teams coach. Uh, I think that's uh, a smart move there by Dallas. Um, sorry, one more note that I, I had listed yeah. here that I wanted to ask you about, and I don't know if you saw this or not from this morning, um, but the Everson Griffin of the Vikings actually voided his contract mm-hmm. as guaranteed years. It is now a free agent. Really? Uh, is that somebody? Yeah, is that somebody you would be in favor of looking at maybe over somebody like Robert Quinn? <sighs> Griffin's certainly a little bit older, probably better on the left side. How old is Griffin pr- now? I mean, uh, sorry, I don't, I don't have all that in front of me. That's I'll look it up for you. But I, I mean, he I he's think, been pretty good over the last couple of years. I think you know, generally, uh, Everson Griffin is is definitely someone that I would have interest in. I, I'm surprised that uh, he's 32, he's 32, so he's older. He, so he's older than Quinn, even. Uh, yeah, he's like three years older than Quinn. But he's better against the run, and that's that's where I'm I'm looking at it. Like if you can have Griffin and Tank as your two defensive ends, that's pretty fun right there. Yeah, I, I mean my only concern is that you know you kind of needed that pass rush that Quinn provided, and I and I think that I personally would probably go still go with Quinn. I mean, obviously, there's a reason that Everson Griffin got released. I mean, his cap number was huge. Oh, he didn't get, he, yeah, or, he didn't get or, released. Is, he actually voided it, yeah. Yeah. Because he, he wanted to get paid more. So this is oh, a Oh, it was a player void. Oh, it was a player void. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, then, yeah, I mean, I got to say even more so that, I mean, if he's going to try to get, you know, some cash, uh, I probably, you know, would 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 go with the guy that I'm at least familiar with a little bit more. And, and I also think that Quinn might fit – what they're trying to do on defense, maybe maybe a little bit better, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's just it, this actually might help the Cowboys because Griffin, I think Griffin and guys like Jadavian Clowney and Shaq Bear, they're all going to get more money than Robert Quinn. Yeah, push This might ha- help knock down his mm-hmm. price a little bit. But Griffin's a really good player. He's yeah. been an all-pro player a couple different times. He's been a Pro Bowl for four times in the last six years, I think. Uh, at least somebody who I'm interested in, if he wants to come talk to the Cowboys, see what the, the you know see what a deal may look like. I'm I'm certainly interested there. Uh, we'll keep an eye out on some more of these defensive ends that are going to become free agents over the next couple of weeks. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to to see which guys maybe the Cowboys show some interest in. Uh, we'll continue to do draft stuff tomorrow. We're going to talk about edge rushers. Uh, I'm really bummed that I didn't give you uh, Zach Bond to watch over the uh, this week because that's somebody who uh, we've been talking about a little bit in some DMs over the last couple of days. But we have some other fun guys we're going to talk about. Uter uh, Grossmatos, Clavion Chason, AJ Epinesa. Maybe so make I, sure you guys. Maybe, maybe yeah, I can get Bond. Maybe I can get Bond in. Maybe maybe I'll try to get really. Oh, yeah, I'll try. Let me see if I can do it. Yeah, Ooh. we'll do that. That's 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 maybe my pet cat of the draft. He's a lot oh, of fun. Wow. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about him. Yeah. Uh, that's it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Check out Landon's work at McCoolBCB. Uh, you can check out the podcast at Locked On Cowboys. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you next time.